You're listening to The Phil Better Show, brought to you by The Sands of Time. Um, 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 da-da-da-dum. It's The Phil Better Show! Feel better with the Feel Better Show. Through time to the birthplace of the Sands. I am the architect of my own destruction. Worse, I open them. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, The Phil Better Show. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and today I have the pleasure of having the most Eastern European person I've ever had on a podcast. Or actually, probably the only Eastern European person I've ever spoke to. Um, I have Evo, right? I'm saying that correct, right? Evo? Uh, yeah, it's Evo. Evo yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Um, He's from the Voices from Behind podcast, a podcast where two Evos talk about a myriad of stuff. So I'm just going to give him a quick second here, and he's going to introduce himself, and then we'll jump into our main topic. Uh, Evo, the floor is yours. Uh, hello. Hello. Yes. Hi. Uh, I'm Evo. I, I do the Voices from Behind every, was it every Thursday? We usually do it every Thursday, and sometimes it's on a Friday. Uh Yes, I am a Bulgarian boy, and uh, what can I say? Uh, what else can I say? Yeah, we, we talk about, it used to be just movies, and I give, the, we each like alternate. I'll give him a movie, and then we go to next week, and we talk about a bunch of stuff, then we talk about the movie, then he gives me a movie, and then we talk about that movie the week after. It, it used to, we like, we wanted to talk about more mainstream films as well, but that's what pretty much everybody else does, so we thought, let's just, you know... Let's throw in movies that we like or that we don't like, and that gives us something extra to like talk about. And we've covered a lot of things. We've covered like very first episode was Aquaman because we didn't have a theme yet, and then we just went through a load of uh, how can I put it? Some really good films, some horrific films. I gave he he had other even had never heard of Neil Breen. Oh my god! So I gave him to watch a Neil Breen film, and that was one of the funniest podcasts I think we've ever done. But then he retaliated by giving me like a horrible vampire film with some of the worst acting I'd ever seen. So, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's everything's fair in love and war. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, at this point, it's devolved. The podcast devolves into either him ranting, me being salty about something, and then we talk about old school video games for like twenty minutes, not realizing that we should be talking about something else. Yeah, I, I, I feel you on the divergence that you have or the rants. Yeah, because that happens uh, here on the Feel Better Show when me and Al get together. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, Al is currently in the process of moving. He's taking an additional month off so that he can get all his stuff in the zone and he can focus on that. So I'm having guests this whole month, and uh, Evo is the second guest in this series of video yeah. games, and I'm very happy to have him on. Uh, he was actually, I think, the third person to let me know in the group of podmates that he wanted to be on the show. Yeah. And so very happy to have him on. Podmates is like a godsend. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, when it started, it was like like not even 30 people. And uh, now we're up to like over 100 people in it. And uh, every podcast is amazing. It's like 180 Are we, or are we yeah. nearly at the 200? I, th I think it's nearly Jeez. 200. Yeah, let me yeah, double yeah, check. I'm double checking quick. as well because <laughs> can't trust those Bulgarians, <laughs> right? Up. You know? Oh, oh, excuse That means you're Europeans stealing oh, the jobs? Oh, we are over 200 already. It's 209. Oh, 209. Wow, congratulations. Oh. I, okay, all right. Yes, not ev not yeah, everybody posts in there, but there are some that are just lurking around. Some come in and out. Yeah. But there is so many great podcasts on that. Um, I wish I could have all of them on, uh, I, <laughs> but then it would be just a crazy podcast. Um, but yes, True. Uh, so you you messaged me. Evo, and you wanted to do I did uh, a Disney film. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I actually <laughs> now that you say that, I completely forgot it's a Disney yeah, film. It's I, I'm just um, looking at the until poster I, right now. Uh, it's uh, it's something special. 
it, it is uh, Christ. It, it's yeah, special is the word we're looking for here. Very special. Wait, hold on, before we do talk about the movie, I just want to read something. How many, how many games are in the franchise? It is a total of five, I believe. If we're not counting the original, like side scroller rotoscope thing, okay. uh, original trilogy. Then you have another. You have the. Then you have the cel shaded offshoot that nobody likes, even though it's a decent game. And then you have the uh, Forgotten Sands. That is actually there's twelve the, games. The latest, latest one. Holy! Well, oh, we're talking mobile games as well. We're just talking console and PC releases. I just I'm looking on the timeline of year release years. Original series in green, the Sands of Time series in yellow, and spinoffs are in black. Right. So on their. Um, because their mobile is, you have Battle... Okay, so if you don't know, we're talking about the Prince of Persia uh, games and movie. Um, yeah, the movie. Yeah. The movie, I'm surprised, made a lot of money. It grossed over... Somehow, it made a load of money. And I still yeah. don't understand that. Um, <laughs> but the budget was a small, a relatively small budget. It didn't make that much over the budget, depending if you take the high end of the budget. But... Um, so yeah, we're talking Prince of Persia. It was Jerry Bruckheimer produced as well, so you'd think there would be a lot more money behind uh, it. Yeah, but, but it, Disney probably put the reins on that, so I think that's where it, it kind yeah, of stopped. I have a theory about that. Ooh, I'll can't you, wait I'll to hear it. When we get to it, but I, I have I have a theory and a half about the whole budgeting oh. thing. Uh, but this wait, okay, hold on. Uh, we because it says Kingsley. Oh, Ben Kingsley. That makes sense. So yeah, it stars yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, Ben Kingsley. Uh, where is it? Where is his name? Uh, Alfred Toby Molina. Kimmel. You have yep. to- Gemma Alterton. Yeah, she's the, yeah princess, she's the princess, I believe. Yeah. Um, it's just like I'm surprised that one, this didn't get as much slack as it should have because Jake Gyllenhaal is the <laughs> whitest person next to me. Um, He's the whitest. Are you kidding me? Like uh, the only technically middle eastern looking even not even proper middle eastern are ben kingsley who is you know has i believe i think it's indian blood in him or something like that alfred molina who is more yeah he's spanish slash mexican and i think that's it yeah Uh, because the guy who plays the king is white the guy who plays his brother's white toby kebbell's white you know it's not (laughs) yeah Yeah, so I didn't. Uh, I'm surprised that I think this actually started the backlash for people uh, of ethnicity to start getting their proper um, proper recognition, recognition in films and start stop yeah. whitewashing. It's in the earlier zone of that. It really hit the forefront with I think the uh, Ghost in the Shell situation with. Oh God! Yeah, don't even get we. Uh, I w- that was the other thing I was going to offer, but it was more based on anime than it was on anything yeah, else. Yeah, so, uh, and I don't want so, really want to touch that uh, powder keg, um, because, no. yeah. But also, this is apparently the highest grossest video game ever at the time of its release. The film, or the, the game? The game, uh, the film, sorry, the film. The film, yeah, because the trailers looked kind of decent, and then when people went to see it and came out of the, th- the theater, I think I had one of the quickest drop-offs oh, yeah, as well. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's see the box office here. Let's see the box office. According to Disney and Brockheimer, it was supposed to be the new Pirates of the Caribbean, debuted at number three in the U.S. <laughs> box office behind Shrek, and set. it fell to Sex in the City 2. Like, I can believe... Yeah, but Sex in the City puts butts in True. seats and all the all the uh, little middle-aged uh, moms that you know want to be wild spirits who have their own lives you know that, that they they're the ones that go to see those films they're not going to go watch jake gyllenhaal pretend to you know flail flail his swords around in, in the well sand. it lost in the uk and, i'm just reading yeah. here so prince of persia debuted at number one in these countries in the european uh, countries except for the united kingdom where it lost the top spot to Street Dance 3D. A week later, the f- the film was released in the rest of the world, and it grossed an estimated six point one, uh, s- sorry, sixty one point six million dollars in forty seven countries. See, wh- it, when it came out, was it twenty ten that it came uh, out? Give me a second here. I believe it is twenty ten. Twenty ten, yeah. 2010. Yes, it was twenty first of May 2020, 2010. So that film came out on my prom on the day of my prom. Well, you're just making me feel. A little, well, no, no, that makes me feel. Wait, no, I graduated twenty two thousand three. 
Yay! Thank you for making me feel even older. <laughs> Sorry, I was yeah, I was 19 when this film came out. All right, and I was I was at prom. I heard it come out. I had seen the trailers and went, one, why is it called the Sands of Time, and why is he wearing the outfit from two? Because I, I was I was a big narc like narc not narc yeah. nerd when it came to Mark. I want to say not narc. <laughs> a narc is something else. You could have been a big a mark, mark about Prince like, of Persia. Who knows? Um, <laughs> we- uh, maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. You never know. It was dark, gloomy Bulgarian past. Uh, but I was obsessed with Prince of Persia games. Like, Warrior Within is still like one of my favorite games of all time, even though it's objectively not great. You know, it had the metal yeah, music and that, all that. That's and the I saw the trailer first and went, game I think I played of uh, the Prince of Persia. Yep. The Warrior Within. Godsmack yes, in the soundtrack. That's it. And everything. Like, I just remember you're, you're, yeah. you're running from the thing and you got Godsmack playing, and I'm like, yeah. I, st- I stand alone yep. in the background. The hackers chasing you. Yeah, good times. And I saw the trailer and I was like, what? You know, it, it, for a person at that point who liked objectively liked trash, like not great movies, I was like, this. Um, Mm, this the, the something's not right about this. And then I have friends who had seen it at the cinema call me and go, "Oh, you should see this. This is really good." And I didn't get to see it until I want to say November, while I was for, in the UK for the first time because I came came over to study and sat down. We had like this common area, and we hooked up a laptop to a TV on the big screen, and we watched it. And the f- film finished, and I remember nobody nobody said anything. Like people just kind of stood in silence. We switched the lights on and just and just carried on doing whatever else we were yeah. doing. Like nobody even talked about the film. Yeah, no, it's um, uh. it's a interesting. So yeah, it takes elements from the Warrior Within and the Two Thrones of the Sands of Time trilogy. Uh, we can argue about that too. This uh, is what this is what Wik is te- Wikipedia is telling me. I just think they went look. He has a, a a sword that makes or a dagger that makes him go back in time and. It's yeah. in the Persia. Okay, go. <laughs> that, that's the elements we have. Like, get the white people, put eyeliner on them, and uh, hope for yeah, the best. Pretty much. That's all. all Less clothing on the women, and men will love this movie. That's that's what I got from this. Uh, it's. Do you want me to tell you my theory yes. about tell this? Tell me your theory. I want to hear this f- first ever theory that's probably ever going to be told on this show. So my theory about this is that. Whoever was, uh, as I, was it Bruckheimer Productions that actually produced it, or was it? No, it was under Disney, but yeah, so it was released guessing, by Disney, produced by Bruckheimer. I'm thinking Disney probably, yeah, kind of like the Pirates of the Caribbean thing. They both like put some, yeah, money. they, they. So I'm guessing Bruckheimer Productions had the license to make a movie, and I'm guessing they had it for a while. All right, and then they went, oh no, the license is running out. Uh, 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 slap something together. Uh, get Disney on, get Brookheimer on the phone. Get him to get Disney to tell him that it's gonna be uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Quickly, quickly, come on, do it, do it, do it. Okay. Uh, what are we doing now? Uh, oh no, we don't have a script. Uh, hey Disney, what's a good uh, Arabian film that you guys have done? Uh, we've done Aladdin. Well, I guess I guess we'll do that then. And then they hodgepodge the script together, and pretty much just pushed it out the door early and that's what happened i'm guessing it's i'm guessing it was a licensing thing just for the sake of keeping the license a bit yeah. longer and so they slapped a bunch of actors together made a really incohesive mess of a script and just shot it and you can re- it's really telling in some places and yeah that's my theory and my theory is that it was a it was a licensing thing Pretty much the same as Ghost in the Shell, the remake. It's like, oh, the license is running out. We might as well get this out the door and earn some money on it instead of, you know, having had this for ages and coming out on a loss. Who's the director of this? Uh, Mike Newell. What has he done? What else has he done? That's what I want to know. Opening him up. Uh, Mike Newell, early life, I don't care, career, TV shows filmography he's done the awakening bad blood dance with strangers the good father amazing grace and chuck sarah green let's all right so he's done pushing tin which was a great thing high high fidelity traffic i capture the car mona lisa smile he did the goblet of fire harry potter and goblet of fire okay the time of cholera and his most recent is the guernsey literary and the potato peel pie society 
So he's not a great director, then. Is that what we're saying? Well, he has some good stuff. Like, Harry Potter, Goblet of so, Fire is not bad. It's not the best in the series. Bulgar- the, Bulgar- the Bulgarians are Yes, there one. you go. You know, you got Crumb. There you go. Uh, Mona Lisa's... Crumb, who's actually played by a Bulgarian as well. Uh, at least he he didn't really learn his lesson, I guess. But that's probably Warner Brothers actually learning their lesson. Um, well, no, that was Warner Brothers actually sort of reining him in, or not reining him in enough to actually let him to be a bit more creative. Because Goblet of Fire has some really oh, cool yeah, stuff no, in it's, it. It's 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 actually one of my favorite books, but I th- feel that it's the one of the weaker movies in the series. Yeah, I've never read the books. I've only uh, seen the films. You have to do your because. Uh, I never got into it, to be fair. My, my girlfriend at the time went, do you want to just watch the film so he can give me an opinion anyway? And <laughs> I remember watching Goblet of Fire. Spoilers, I guess. When uh, What's-His-Face dies. Uh, when the new Batman dies. Uh, yeah, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson uh, from Twilight. Who does he play? He plays... Oh, he plays. Jesus. Are you kidding me? Hold on. I can't believe I actually forget. Uh, crud. Yeah, hold I on, can't remember. On, when his on. character Where dies... I'm holding, I'm holding. Patter. Robert. Robert. Okay, yes, there. He plays Robert Pattinson's stunt person. Cedric Diggory. So when, yes, so when Cedric dies, okay, I was watching it with my then-girlfriend and her best friend, and we're watching it. Cedric dies in the film, and all of a sudden I hear sniveling next to me, and they're both crying their eyes out because Cedric is dead. <laughs> Put it this way, he wasn't in the film that much up until that point. He showed up twice, yeah. <laughs> once to get introduced, and once to, once to come up to Harry and go, Hey, Harry, by the way, if you go do this one thing, you can do it right. If you do it right, uh, you can win the game. And and that's all, all of his contributions to the film. And then he dies, and it's supposed to be like this horrible, impactful thing. But In the book, it's a lot more impactful. At that point, <laughs> yeah, that's what, that, but that's what I'm saying. All these films are, they're decent films, don't get me wrong. But a lot of the impact is lost for somebody who hasn't read the books. Mm-hmm. Which means that to me they're just not great adaptations. Well, that, that's because you don't you don't feel it in a lot of cases. No, it's the the biggest problem with when you're adapting a book that is so large, because it is a, a fairly big book with a lot of stuff yeah. going on, is that you're you have to cut things that are important to the story. I guess, but it's a major character dying. You could have like uh, given him at least another scene, yeah, to, to make him seem yeah, important. Th- th- this is true. Like he's he he plays a much bigger role in the books, and you you get to see him uh, why he's so important. But also, there's the fact that they messed up Mad Eye Moody. That that pissed me off the most. Um, <laughs> but can't really be mad at uh, Tenant. He did his. What, it's Tenant, right? Yeah, I think so. A second, I don't want to get yelled at. Oh, yeah, it is David Tennant, the guy that gets possessed by... No, he... So, Brendan Gleeson plays Alistair Mad-Eye Moody, which I thought was a great casting. However, David Tennant plays Barty Crunch Jr., who is a Death Eater in the thing, but he's, like, a very bizarre because he, like, weirdly licks his lips, and I'm like, that's not in the book at all. Oh. No, I'm guessing somebody... I'm guessing uh, our our friend here... uh, I I already forgot his name. Mike Newell went up to Tennant and went, okay, I want you to go kooky on this. I want you to, you know, make make this character interesting, even though he's interesting enough in the books, but we don't know much about you, so you might as well look, act act dorky yeah. and weird so we can at least give you some character to, like, for people to latch mm-hmm. on to. Yeah. I don't know. Might have been, might have been like, a script writing Probably. thing. Or I think it, it, a screenplay. Th- script oh, he, d- he also directed Donnie Brasco. Could yes, be. with Al Pacino, Johnny Depp, Michael Madsen, and H. Like, he he has some good movies that he's directed. I just I think the after he did Mona Lisa Smile, he just went down the hill. And yeah, what happened with Prince of Persia? Yeah. That's the that's the one thing that's just yeah. what the hell happened to this film? Um, yeah, like Bruckheimer. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not the storyline uh, development. Production company Jared Bruckheimer Films sought to acquire the film rights in 2003. Video game Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time, with the film to be distributed by Disney. John August and the series creator Jordan Metcher was hired to write the script. Right. Served as a touchstone in, in how theme park rides was converted into a film. 
Rather than do a straight beat-for-beat beat adaptation of the new video game, we're taking some cool elements from the game and using them to craft a new story. That's what Metcher, the, uh, the creator, quoted. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm reading the exact same thing right now. Yeah. And they produce, they, apparently they, they considered making an animated film first Which that was probably based. Probably would have been smarter. Yeah. But because Disney and Bruckheimer offered him a truck of money, they decided to He's like, like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. Oh, God. And the new script as well in 06. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 06, 07, Tentpole. His last assistant played the game. Yeah, so this is. Oh, and the writer's strike when it that, happened. I'm guessing that, that messed up plans. Oh, God. Exciting and an immensely romantic script. There was romance Slight in this film? Romance. Not. I didn't notice any romance whatsoever. It's been a hot minute since I watched it. Let's see if I can actually stream it. I watched it last night, actually, before I went to... The moment I messaged you... Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> I put my feelers out, you know, just... And you responded... And you're, thanks for responding straight away, by the way. I, I was, that was very uh, nice of you. And I was like... Oh, oh, I need to sit down and watch this now, I guess. So before I went to bed last night, I ordered, I ordered some, um, some pizza. I, I sat down with the pizza. I watched the film. And it kind of ruined the taste of my pizza. But that's just me, I guess. Oh, God. I feel sorry for forcing you. Um... Oh, no, no, it's fine. I, I, I might as well do my research for it. So. Oh, God. Yeah, no, uh, Garrett, who's go- I'm going to be recording with a later, he uh, he he was messaging me about because uh, we're he's doing Mortal Kombat for the podcast, yes. and he literally sends me in the messenger the short opening where you see the New Line Cinema symbol and it goes Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Oh God! And I'm like I'm in love right now because <laughs> like. Mortal Kombat. This, this film is one of my favorite films of all time. Mortal Kombat, I'm hoping, and not Prince of Persia. No, uh, Mortal <laughs> okay. Kombat. Unironically, I love the first oh, Mortal it's Kombat. Amazing. It's the second one I like, but the first one is. Oh, it's the second one I like it because it's so good that it's yeah, so it's bad so cheesy, it's, it's bad, and it's good, and all yeah. that love. But yeah, no, the first one is just they did it right. They did like here's the six protagonists, here's the six antagonists. We have to fake them fight. How do we get them to fight? Boom, the simplest way. Here we go. And boom. Tournament. Like they, yeah. they They pretty much they pretty much did the first game. Yeah. In a film. It it was great. It, it was it's yeah. simple and like they they knew how to properly do it. They made a made a good blueprint for it. Unfortunately, <laughs> the second one didn't really help. Um yeah, I, I think it was the whole idea of they did the first one and because it did, I don't think they had any sequels no. planned. But because it did so well, they like pushed it out the door really, really early. And you can really tell that there was, wasn't as much thought put into the second one as there was in no. the first, even though they had some amazing looking suits yeah, the, the, here, here and there. Yeah. It, the cyborg, uh, Cyrax, he looked great. He looked just like it did yeah. in the game. I. It's a shame that it did, it didn't go too well, and then you had the re- well. We're completely off topic, but whatever. What? Welcome to uh, <laughs> Feel Better Show. Topics don't really matter. Just like the points in no. whose line is it, anyways? Uh, uh, I was just just before you messaged me, I was watching excerpts from um, whose line from the newer seasons. Yeah, it's a good. I, I miss the Drew Carey version. I I like them all. Like anytime I get to see Colin Mockery, just rip people a new one just just by being funny that's that's all i need in my life i love mockery he's good um yeah but yeah no the where was i going i completely lost train of thought anyways prince of persia you were talking about uh mortal Kombat. oh yes the tv series yeah i was oh or the youtube youtube version which was great oh the 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 new one the one that came out maybe five six years ago i think 2000 and uh, 2012, I think it was, or something like that, or 2014. It was supposed to be a movie initially. The, the, they did the five-minute, really brutal like concept trailer, yeah, Morgan, and then it got picked up by Machinima, of all things, and they did the series. 2011, it looks like 2011 to 2013. Yeah, because the second season is uh, yeah. later on, and they hired you know more actors, and they did better 
better stuff, but for whatever reason, because of the higher budget, the episodes were shorter, and they just went super vulgar with it, and they, there was a lot more screaming and f bombs than anything else, which I don't really appreciate that much because the first season had some good bits in it, while the second was a bit more. Yeah, I see what you did there, but it's still not great. Yeah, there was supposed to be a third season, but it didn't look like it's gonna happen. Yeah, well, we are getting a movie. Yeah, I'm a little worried. Yeah, James Wan's oh, producing, yeah, that's so right. he is. He, Forgot about that. So it might be at least passable. Yeah, he if he he has a good track record for good movies. Yeah. So with his touch on this, it could actually be relatively well. It could be. Yeah, and one of the few horror directors that knows understands how action works because Aquaman, for all its faults, has some of the best action we've seen in a for, long time in like a comic yes, book film. It does have some great action. It's uh, it's it's entertaining. That's what I love that film. It's a great film. I went in with very low hopes uh, because DC movies. Um, no, no, please, please don't. I, 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 I'm like the biggest DC fanboy ever, and some of those films just left me so. How can I? Salty isn't even the word. They just left me very, very unhappy. So, like I was talking like with Steven before we, I, we were discussing different movies. We we discussed uh, the Mario Brothers movie. And it's a great movie. Don't you dare laugh. Oh, okay. I'm now I'm not going to say anything. I'm we, not going to get We acknowledge involved. that it's a bad movie, but it's still a good movie because of the cheesiness. It was okay, before yeah. your time. Stop. Um, <laughs> it was our childhood. Leave us alone. Um, but no, he. Uh, we were discussing about how bad the marketing was for some movies, specifically Batman yeah. versus Superman. How we they should not have shown... Um, Doomsday, Doomsday, they should not have shown Wonder Woman in her outfit. Just show her getting out of the car, you know, or just a couple scenes of Batman, you know, being Batman, Superman, being like the savior, and then just them meeting as Bruce. The final trailer, the third one they put out, where they where it starts off with the with the that the really good uh, warehouse yeah. fight. That was the best trailer they ever put out, and it's a shame that it was the very mm -hmm. last one. I, I personally wanted them to do like it could have been like a 30 second trailer that's all you needed the Batman fight yeah. scene Superman landing or Superman being like a god pretty much and then Batman uh, well Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent meeting with uh, with uh, Lex Luthor with the Joker sorry Lex yeah, Luthor Lex just Luthor. there and he's like ooh yeah. this is so thrilling you know whatever he says and then all you have is uh, Gal Gadot getting out of the car and then he goes Batman versus Superman. That's all you needed, and you sold the movie. You don't need. No one's going to be like, "Give me more." I want to know what the story is. Yeah. Just the title tells you what the story is. You don't need to show Doomsday that it's Doomsday showing up. You don't need to show that Wonder Woman shows up because you have Gal Gadot. And they're like, "Okay, Wonder Woman's going to be in this," but I don't want to see her in her costume. I want to be. I want that moment of surprise. It's. I'm guessing at that point DC was like trying to rein in how they're doing their whole quote-unquote yeah. universe, and they hired a bunch of studios to do the trailers for them, and it's really telling because all three trailers for for those films, like, sorry for that film specifically, all three of them are all completely different. Yeah, the tonality different. is all different in each one of them. One makes it more of an action movie. One makes it kind of like a drama slash thriller looking. And then thing. you have the last one, which actually makes the movie watchable. Yeah. And the very first trailer, like the very first teaser with the false god written on uh, Superman's statue, that was pretty yeah. cool too. But then we get we got the one with Doomsday and the little puns and Lex Luthor going <laughs> Like he's on a Coke uh, binge or something. Um uh, doesn't even look like Coke to be honest. I've seen Coke binges. That's uh, <laughs> He's on something. <laughs> that's nothing. Uh but yeah. yeah, he's on something, but I don't think he he even knows what yeah, he's, he's on. He's just taking a mixture of stuff. But yeah, like yeah. this anyways. Back to this movie which is the Prince of, Prince of Persia, Prince of Persia yes. Sands of Time. Um uh. there are moments in this movie that were really cool like when they they did the um, the the pressing of the sands of time button thingy. Oh, the actual visual yeah. effect of him going back in time, which was cool. There was moments that it was really 
interesting. Like they, they visually it was stunning. This I have to give it. Bruckheimer can do some very good visual movies. Like you feel the yeah epic. visually apart from the yeah. go ahead sorry apart from the yeah. action. He he doesn't. He just those look. Put an explosion here. Muddle some stuff over here. Then you have your action. But like visually, you feel the grandioso of this movie. Yeah, you, you see the vastness of it, and it's it, it had so much potential. It feels very sterile. Like sterility is the one thing I can think of when I'm looking at it, because you have these big, open, amazing looking shots. Obviously, it's all yeah. CGI, but. Oh, here's Persia. Here's what it looks like. And now we cut to to uh, uh, 20 minutes on the soundstage with Jake Gyllenhaal and co. And we cut to this room that ju- you can l- just sell it's a room in a studio. It's not even it like f- in the actual location. Yeah. It doesn't, f- it f- just feels disjointed. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, because they filmed it in Morocco and Pinewood Studios, I believe. Yep. And you can tell you can real it's really telling which bits in Morocco and which bits are in Pinewood. Yeah, because Morocco you you get that that feel like like you said you could you see the beauty you can see the texture it's there. Yeah. All the all the uh, all the good looking like sand not sand sand good job Evo all the good looking um, desert stuff pretty sure that was all Morocco yeah. that all looked great and then it was muddled by horrific action but. But how do you mess up action in a Prince of Persia ge- in a Prince of Persia not game in a Prince of Persia film? That should be the one thing that you sh- should be easy, like out of ten. Like, look, I'm not because clearly I'm not a director. Yeah, on, I sorry. am not an actor. I like to think I am an actor, but I'm not actor. F- far from it. But even I could figure out how to make these fight scenes or these action moments better. Well, clearly there's some choreography going mm-hmm. on. There's some clashing of swords, you know, bashing butts and all that. But do you know what? Do you know what the action of this one reminds me of? And I feel very shameful for saying this. Have you ever seen the amazing cinematic gem that is uh, Dracula Untold? I have. I've seen the gorgeousness of that movie and basks in its glory. Yes, the movie, the the game. Let the games begin. And the game is uh, Oh God, I feel like throwing <laughs> up thinking about that. Um, it, it reminded me of the action of that film, because that film has the exact same problem of clearly there's a fight scene, clearly it's been rehearsed, clearly there's stuntmen and all that, and clearly they're doing some sort of choreography, whatever it is, but it, it's been shot and cut, specifically cut so horribly. That it comes to the point where you're like, sword clash, cut, sword clash, cut. It's 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 Liam Neeson jumping the fence in seventeen cuts. That that's what that feels like. It does. It 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 it, it doesn't th- feel organic. Yeah. Like no. For those that don't know, just Google the uh, go on YouTube, yeah, and, and just put in and put in Liam Neeson jumps a fence, and you will not be left disappointed. Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah, actually, looking at it. <laughs> offense. Extended cut. Are we going extended cut? Yeah, Phil. Uh, I think it's about like a nine second clip or something. Yeah, do me a favor, Phil, while you're watching it. Count all the cuts that happen while he's jumping There's that like fence. There's like four movies right now. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Take, taken three, stunt quarter, breaks down the jump. No, I don't want that. You don't need some. No, just watch the uh, the actual clip. Right, hold on, we're going to mute this. Damn. Jesus! Within a few... S- wow! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I'm literally five seconds in, and I think there was at least 20 cuts. I think there's a grand total of 17 cuts in those five seconds. Hold on. Let's... Okay. So it opens with him coming around a corner. One, two, yeah, three, four, five, six, seven... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37. Holy shit. There's about 37. I'm going to say 40 cuts because I'm probably miss a cut. But in 19 seconds. It goes by so fast. In 19 seconds, people. I'm going to put this in. The, I'm, I'm saving this link. 
because um, it's going into yes. the show notes so that you can watch and you can correct me. But there's about 40 cuts to jump over a fence. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Like, literally, one of the cuts, people, if, you, if you're not watching it, I'll explain to it. He literally it falls. He hits the floor. They cut to two different angles of him on the floor. It's not needed. It's not needed. So, yeah, this scene, this scene just uh, perfectly describes the action in the Prince of Persia film. Jesus. Although the Prince of Persia film, for whatever reason, just throws in slow-mo every now and then. And it's not even good slow-mo. It's just somebody going, and there's like a cloak in the background or something. And that's it. Yeah. But for like a second, so it doesn't feel... slow-mo. I feel like they tried to... They had an Aladdin script left. Because that whole opening scene of him running through the city, that's Aladdin through and through. Yeah. So they had an Aladdin script. And then they said, we have this Prince of Persia property. Uh, Make it about him. Uh, uh, uh... Oh shit! He turns back time. Uh oh! They're uh, throw in the, the the dagger of time. Whatever. Oh, it's not interesting enough. Uh, the big wigs are saying it's not, the test groups of fifty-five uh, year old men are saying they don't understand it. Throw in a love plot. Uh, okay, throw in. Oh, uh, throw in a double cross in the government of Persia, and it's the uncle who wants to kill his uh, brother because uh, the lion didn't get him. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh. Nobody else is in it apart from the uncle and Prince of Persia catches up with Ben Kingsley, who's the most amazing actor in the world, which to be fair, he's, he's a really he good actor. Like in the scene of the realization where he goes, your hands, they are burnt. And he goes, that's because I was trying to take the cloak off your father. And it's the director going, okay, you need to act surprised like you know something. So I want you to act all shifty. So be a, be a cartoon in this scene, please. Oh my God. I'm so angry. I'm watching right the now. trailer right now. Yeah. Prince of Persia. Uh-huh. And I I forgot how Oh god, it's bringing back. I'm getting PS, uh, PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> You're starting to yeah. shake in your chair a little, yeah. Um but it's it's literally Aladdin. But Yep. Yep. Oh my god. Like Oh my god. He is uh why does he have the outfit from the outfit from two? That's it's also a bit know. stealing from uh whatchamacallit? Um, um Assassin's Creed. Well yeah, it's because technically it's the same studio. Yeah. Uh the the whole shot of him on the tower holding yeah. the rope, that's just Assassin's yeah. Creed. And Assassin's Creed, I think one had just come out the year before. So they're trying to like Add but they also that, did it better than Assassin's just... Creed's movie did it. <laughs> what what Assassin's movie? Assassin's Creed's movie? Sorry, come again. I, I didn't get that last bit. Assassin's Creed's movie. Uh, mm, no, no, never heard you of ever, that one. No. You haven't heard of that mm. movie? Well, apparently a little studio uh, tried to make a movie based on an Assassin's Creed game. That, that's, they did that. Yeah, oh. it, it, it's, it, oh. it, 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 it was limited release. It wasn't that that big. Um, luckily, they did. Okay. It was, it was a small yeah, it was indie a small film. Indie yeah. film. Didn't get much news. Uh, uh, I, I just tried to pretend like that movie doesn't but it, exist. Th- that, like, literally, in the trailer, they did it better than the Assassin's Creed movie. It, yeah. Do you know who directed that film? Huey Bold. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking looks like yeah. it, doesn't it? Um, so... The director is called Justin Carcel. He also directed another great film. And I keep... Uh, I'm trying to think if it's the right film I'm thinking about. Right, director. Didn't he direct one of the... Uh... Wait, what? Oh, I thought he directed one of the Taken films. But I am wrong, I guess. Because I'm pretty sure he was involved with one of the... What film did he direct that? Okay, never mind, I'm wrong. I am wrong, but he was yeah. res- pretty sure the it team directed by behind Assassin's Creed was was responsible for Taken as well, or Taken Three specifically. He's done nothing. He's done Macbeth, and that's it. And I've not heard of any of these other movies he's done. Short, short. Yeah. The Sno- Snowtown Murders. What's this? Let's see. 
Uh, based on the true events, 16-year-old Jamie falls in love, falls in with his mother's new boyfriend and his crowd of self-appointed neighborhood watchmen, a relationship that leads to a spree of torture and murder. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Turning. What the hell? Segment Boner McFarrell Moore. What, is, is it a film of just a chair? A collection of... Is it like an hour and a half of a chair in slow motion? No, it's a yet? collection of short films based on stories by Australian writer Tim Winton. It's got some good actors yeah, in it. You have Macbeth, which it's really hard to mess up Macbeth. Hey, hey, look, Michael Fassbender's in this one. It's Fassbender yes, again. Okay. Um, so I guess he Assassin's oh, Creed. No. The true history of the Kelly Gang. Ooh, I heard about the Kelly Gang. They're Australian. Is this guy Australian? Yeah, yeah I think Australian. he is. Okay, that makes sense. He's an Aussie boy. The ruin. What's the ruin? A uh, film follows a nameless ex-Nazi captain who navigates the ruins of post-World War II Germany, determined to atone for his crimes during the war by hunting down the surviving members of his former SS death squad. You have Margot Robbie and Matheson... I can't even pronounce that guy's name. Who is this guy? I have no idea uh, who he is. Uh, he was in Red Sparrow. Okay. We do... What, what film, sorry? <laughs> Who? Red Sparrow. I'm not going to do this again with you. <laughs> oh, okay, we're not. We're not doing. We're not doing me pretending to not films that don't exist with uh, actresses that do horrific Eastern European accents. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. This is he. He. I don't know how he still has work. Um. But anyways, the trailers. The trailer yeah. kind of is horrible. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. The trailers. Um. Something else. Wow, this movie. I forgot. I, like, I, I'm sorry. I put you through the put put you to watch it again. I kind of wanted to rewatch it recently anyway because I hadn't watched it since like November 2010. That's how much of a dark spot it left on me. Who hurt but you in November? Who hurt you? Having rewatched it now, who hurt me? Oh, where do I start? It all happened when I was three and my uncle visited. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's not, not go let's down not that get into that. Um. Uh, basically, like, I I just want a good video game film. Uh, you're breaking up. Like, I just want a good video game film that doesn't shit all over my childhood. And that's all. I, oh God, the connection's going. Yeah, bad. I I missed out about a dozen. Why is the connection going bad for? Can you hear me? Um, no, you can't, eh? Oh, bear with me two seconds. For, for whatever reason, my connection has just gone really horribly bad, even though there's nothing Ladies going and gentlemen, on. we're having some technical difficulties. This may or may not be in the podcast, but I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, there right, we go. Cool. We're, back. we're back. Yay. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Like, my internet speed's fine, and all of a sudden, the... Discord just decided I think it's to Discord. shit the bed. Yeah, it could be Discord. Anywho, yeah, I was saying that I just want a good video game film that doesn't uh, take a massive dump all over my childhood. Yeah. And everything apart from Mortal Kombat has done that. Um, yeah, I have to agree with you. Uh, apart from Mario Brothers, but Mario Brothers was one of the... F- Wait, no, <laughs> to be fair, Mario Brothers was one of the first ever video game movies in existence so it didn't have True. a blueprint it had to create the blueprint and it's they just uh, just st- stomp the goombas mario eat the mushrooms ride the yoshi that's all it is not not have whatever goombas they had in their film the massive weird creatures with the tiny heads yes but uh the best part about that film is bob hoskins being drunk for ninety percent of it, he was actually legitimately drunk acting oh, yeah. this he, film. He also, uh, as I stated in the last episode, a quote: "He's like uh, one of them is like, what's the worst mistake you made? What's the one thing you could edit in your history?" And another question, and he answered it all: the Mario Brother movie. <laughs> yes, Bob. Yes, like, I love Hobbs. You He's legend and a great. I loved him in Roger, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Amazing in Hook, even though everybody hates Hook. I don't know why people hate Hook as much as they do. I love it. It's my childhood. I've never been a like a super big fan of it, but it's still like it's it's just a, it's it's 
like 80s 90s film it's cheesy and there's a lot of weird stuff in it that just makes no sense but that that was movies from back then we said the exact same thing in last episode uh me and Steven, yeah. like late 80s early 90s their movies was nothing but cheese it's cheese on cheese. kooky, yeah. zany, weird-looking. And every yeah. movie had to have a sequel. So they set it up that there was a of sequel course. at the end. Even if they didn't film the sequel, even if they didn't make it, you you expected at the end something to make a sequel. Now everybody's like, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll hide the pigeonhole it somewhere that there could be a sequel. <laughs> but we won't really tell anybody that there's going to be a sequel because we don't want to ro- run into the risk of it failing. Yeah, because the internet wasn't a thing either, so there wasn't any rumors yeah. going on that, oh, yeah, by the way, things are happening. Unless you had variety, you couldn't, you wouldn't know about a movie coming out. And it looks like the connection's, okay, yeah. the connection's back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, now that we said 90s. Yeah. We're getting the 90s. Prince of Persia. the 90s internet coming in. <laughs> and, God, the connection's going great tonight. Oh, there we go. We're good. There we go. So, what, was, what, what, what I was saying about Prince of Persia. It's a 2010 film with a script from 1992. It's... Are you kidding me? The Learning Company actually created some of the games? Yep. And the connection's gone. And we're going to... I think it's back. I I think it's back. Yeah, there we go. We're talking, yeah. So, yeah. Prince of Persia is a film... that should have been made in 1992. Yes. But it's not. It's a... <laughs> it's a film from 2010. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are you nearly dead? Are you dying? Did I kill you? I'm, I'm like... Uh, no, it's fine, Phil. It's okay. I'm just, I'm just horribly upset right now. Like, it should have been at least passable. It's not even passable. Like, everything in it feels either... Like, this film does not have a tone. There is no tone. There is Americans trying to explain or understand some sort of Eastern culture of some sort. But then they go, oh, uh, it's Persian, yeah? Uh, okay, get a bunch of white people. Get a bunch of white people to act in it. Oh, we don't know what Persian people sound like. We don't know what the Persians sound like. Uh, give them British accents. Well, all villains need to be British, don't you know? That's the that's a rule. That's true. Give Gyllenhaal, give them all British accents. Give a non-British speaker a British accent and make them act kooky, zany dialogue, which makes no sense because we don't have a tone for this. And half the time it's just Jake Gyllenhaal trying to act with an accent without actually having the accent like incorporated in his yeah. speech. And he's doing like the typical American, like an American doing a British accent. That's what it feels like. But yeah, I'm like the saving grace of this film is Alfred Molina. Yeah, he's the saving grace in a lot of movies. His his character in this film is just perfection. Best line of the whole film is, how do you think I can make Oscar Rache's... I can't even remember the, the, the quote and I watched the film last night. Uh, I can. How can I do an ostrich race with just one ostrich? <laughs> and there's this, the ostrich with a freaking sock on its head. <laughs> it's just there, and he's next to it, going, "You know, ostriches have suicidal tendencies." And he's like giving it kisses on the neck. It's like, why did this get so sexual all of a sudden? What's go- what's going on, Alfred? Please stop. Sir, you're arousing everybody who doesn't want to be aroused. Great job. Yeah, even the ostrich. Uh, let's see here. Um... So, well, Postal was a movie. I'm, yeah. I'm right now looking at you, you, international live-action movies. You did say Yui Ball, and that's his film. So, yeah, Super Mario Brothers was the first ever. Yes. And the one that's made the most movie, most money, surprisingly, is Warcraft. And yes, I know it doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> Rampage, Pokemon, and then Prince of Persia. Yeah, Pokemon is apparently. I decent. hear it is. Rampage has nothing to no, do with the game, uh, apart from there's three giant animals. That's about it. And the Rock yes, tries and takes one giant on. monkey. Which yeah. I, I have to admit, it was a fun movie to watch because you can turn off your brain and just like enjoy. But yeah. connection to the game zero. 
Zero. I didn't actually go to see it. I wanted. I kind of wanted to go see it, but then I was like, I don't want to give this movie any of yeah. my money, <laughs> so I didn't go yeah, see I, it. It, it. It hit the, the rampage is probably around the rock fatigue moment that it, the rock peaked with his the fatigueness. Wait, there's a rock fatigue moment? Are you telling me he's in too many <laughs> films and he's taking all the projects he can take? I don't believe that. For it's getting a close. Um, <laughs> it's getting it's getting close. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to actually be seeing Pokemon uh, tonight. Because I'm talking with an Australian at 1 a.m. on Monday morning about it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> They're 12 hours ahead, so it's That's like trying hell. to figure out. That's a th- and he's currently drunk right yeah. now, so I'm a little jealous of that. Well, he's, he yeah. is Australian, so he, he, he can yeah, let, him, let off. him off. Although, there is a theory that Australia is not even a real country. It's a, it's a made-up place. Shh. Have you heard, of, have you heard about that? I've heard of that. The Australia, yeah, the, the the theory is that Australia doesn't exist and everybody that pretends to be from Australia is actually just a paid actor. I like this theory. I'm going to bring it up. It's a, it's a conspiracy theory. I'll tell them about it and uh, don't tell them I told you because I don't want to get killed by the less, like an Australian ninja or something <laughs> coming to me. Come into my mm. flat, stab me with with like a didgeridoo or whatever, whatever Australians it's do. It's probably a, a boomerang. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good. Apparently, point. Apparently, there's going to be a get a Tetris candor- film. Yeah, I know about that. Too. Why? Why? Like I'm looking at the. It's Sorry, it's yeah. fine. You're you're yelling into the the void. Um, I'm looking into ether, the ether. Yeah. So we have Sonic the Hedgehog. We know which we don't talk about. There's Mon. Gotta go fast. God. Monster Hunter. Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> oh God, that. <sighs> Did you see the screenshot from Monster Hunter? No. They posted a little picture yeah. of the. Of the crew of the cast, Monster Hunter film. I just want your reaction to this. I'm not even going to say what the screenshot is. I'm just going to hold just on. Gonna wait to um, see, hear what you're going to say. Hold on a second. Um, I, I'm having one image. I, I I'm hoping it's fake. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which one? It's you have the dude from Raid. Djokovic, yeah, this is a fake. This is yes. a fake. Okay, um, unless it's real, it looks it looks fake. Um, yeah, it's a fake. Okay, thank God. Them running in the sand. Yeah, that that's one of them. Is this? <coughs> I don't know what this one is. Um, there's Rambo in one of them. Then you have her uh, Instagram picture. Okay. Then, th- for some reason, there's an image of her with a tank. Are there you, you fucking go. kidding me? The one from her Instagram is the actual legit image that they posted to announce the film. Then why is there one with a tank? Because it's set in our world. Wait. I'm just it's set flag on, on Earth. Play. The, the plot is basically. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought Monster Hunter was. The plot is that uh, a tear or something like a, like a portal opens and the monsters seep into our world and the army has to fight them off. <laughs> Did you just give up on life? <laughs> is that what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> You're you're, you're ki- Hold um, on. Um, uh, no, I I I don't want to believe this. I don't want to believe this. Yep. Th- Monster- tis tis true, friend. A United tis Nations true. military team falls into a portal to an alternate dimension where humans fight off giant monsters. Uh-huh, Two yeah. groups work together to defend the portal, thwart- thwarting monsters from entering and invading Earth. Yeah. <laughs> At least it has Ron Perlman in it. As an admiral, yeah. What is he gonna play? Uh, some uh, big curmudgeon, probably no, it's, it's most likely, Perlman, like. or he's just gonna be the badass of the film? No, wait, that's Mila Jovich because it's cause it's her husband yeah. that's directing. Ron Perlman's so. just gonna be a guy smoking a cigar. And don't get me wrong, it's Ron Perlman. He nothing can go wrong with Ron Perlman. The only reason I'm seeing this is because Ron Perlman. He better have a big part in it. Yeah, only because he's involved. Are you effing kidding me? That's the. I. <sighs> <laughs> yep, I'm that's glad the reaction you can't I wanted. See my face right now, because Jesus, um, I'm getting it back for making me watch Prince. Wait, no, I made yeah. myself watch Prince of Persia. 
<laughs> All right, I'll take that. It's my punishment trying to. God damn it. <laughs> oh my God, this is this. Who keeps giving Anderson money? Who keeps giving this man money to make movies? Well, the Resident Evil films make some money, and Cap Capom, you know. Do not tell me he's making money Mortal Kombat. No, no, uh, the director is an unknown. Thank God. He, no, Anderson directed film. the first Mortal Kombat in '95. No, that was that was the good that was the good Anderson. Nope, this was Paul Anderson. Yeah. Oh, was it? I'm on his. No, I'm on his wiki page right now. Oh, sh- oh yeah, 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 it is. Never mind. Yeah, we uh, on on one of our episodes on the podcast, we actually made a full on cast list. Sorry, for you Mortal completely Kombat. cut out there. Oh God! So I missed all that joy. F- What's going on with this connection? On, let's. Uh, uh, I still uh, hear you now. Can you hear me? What is there? We there we go. I can hear it. Yeah, I, I can hear you nicely. But every now and then, I cut out. Like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you drop out. Hold on. Anywho, can you can you hear I me can proper, hear you proper now? now? Okay, there we go. In one of our episodes, we did a full-on cast list for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, no, he he's known for he's known for Resident Evil, Apocalypse, Mortal Kombat, yeah. Event oh. Horizon. Okay, and he wrote Death Race. Event Horizon no, isn't it's, horrible. It's hold on, let's see. Director, he's directed seventeen movies. Let's see here. Shopping, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Behind the Scenes, Event yeah. Horizon, Soldier, great movie, yeah. The Sight, Resident yeah. Evil, Alien vs. Predator, gotta say that one wasn't that bad. The first the first, first one yeah. was decent, yeah. Uh, Drift, which was a TV movie, Death Race, Resident <laughs> Evil Afterlife, oh, no. The Three Musketeers, give me a second here. Which oh, is that the, the steampunk one? Yes, the steampunk one. Okay. Ugh. Then you have Eve, Resident Evil Retribution, he directed Pompeii. Which we all know how great that movie came out. <laughs> oh no! Um, I didn't know you directed yeah. Pompeii. Uh, Resident Evil: The Final Chapter, Origin, which is a TV show, he directed two episodes, and Monster Hunter. Okay. Out of all those movies, there's maybe three movies that I well, no. I'll be fair, he did direct a few good movies, but I yeah, think there's it, a few good ones, but I'm guessing it's the ones that he didn't have that much control over the script. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Let's see what he's written. Um, shopping, Alien vs. Predator, The Resident Evils, Death Race, Death Race 2, Death Race Inferno, Death Race Beyond Anarchy. I can't believe there's four Death Race movies. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh god anyway prince of persia yeah prince of prince of prince of persia what a flaccid movie oh my god so cut out again what a flaccid flaccid film unfortunately oh my god i don't i don't know what to say anymore i'm keep it together phil we're almost we're almost, <laughs> we're almost at the, keep I it together the finish line and uh, we've gone on a, a lot of different <laughs> uh, threads here. We went on a few tangents, on a few tangents, but... Going back to our original tangent. I guess that's the the old uh, voices from behind Charm getting rubbed Don't on worry, you the, about the fil- just going the f- off on tirades. Oh, about the Phil Better Show does that a lot too. Um, so I'm, uh, my the listeners are used to it. Um Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. I think I went on like at least three tangents on the other one I just recorded. So, but yeah. Oh my god. What the heck? Like, <laughs> Prince of Persia is such a great game. What happened to the yeah, movie? Yeah. Especially especially the second one for how for for as edgy as it is. There you go. <laughs> I lost you for a few minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I uh, the connection's just not great. I need. I might need to connect the Ethernet cable to the laptop because this isn't yeah. perfect. Yeah, no, no worries. This is this is Prince of Persia, people. This is the curse of the Prince of Persia. Uh, Has to be. You don't talk about the Prince of Persia. You talk about all the other crap that surrounds it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's what it oh is. I, I I. It's. 
Like, what the hell? I, I, I'm upset. <laughs> this is the first time I'm leaving an episode where I'm actually physically upset about what's going on. Like you're a little bit salty. You ju- you just wanna you wanna go take a cold shower oh, and yeah, cry I'm for like, like a good it's, twenty it's minutes. It's hot here. Uh, oh, it's it's we have a heat wave going on in Scotland right now, and it's been twenty something degrees pretty much for three days in a row. And we we had like a bunch of clouds build up over over the overnight, and now we yeah, we had a bunch of clouds build up overnight, and now it's just the most boiling like freaking moist. <sighs> You, it's it's no. not great. I'm sweating in my chair, and I have all windows open. Oh, I had to close my window because there was too many kids on the street, so that I didn't want it to bleed into the sound. But I have my fan on a low setting, just blowing some air towards me, and I'm still sweaty. The shirt I'm in is soaked. Um, yeah, and my I don't usually sweat much. Pretty much sweating, and just it's, as yeah. much as I am. Uh, but I got a bottle of water on the ground, and that's gone a bit warm now. That's how hot it is in my room it's, right now. Uh, it's it's hot, and I know it's hot, but global warming doesn't exist, so it's fine. No, 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 no. That was it's all. It's all conspiracy, just like Australia. You can hear me, Ivo. All right, uh, we're coming to the end. I, I heard. Yeah, sorry, you cut uh, up a little. Yeah, I was gonna say global warming is a conspiracy, just like yeah, Australia. It's, it's it's full on right there. Australia doesn't exist, and so does and global warming doesn't because it makes <laughs> sense. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if I ignore it, it doesn't exist. These are truths that we have talked to you today about. The Prince of Persia movie is a movie that. Are you kidding me? There was a three yes. disc Blu-ray combo pack for this movie. Hmm. No. Yes. Walt Disney Studio Home Entertainment released a single DVD, a single disc Blu-ray disc, and a three disc Blu-ray combo pack in the U.S. Oh. I, I have to get off this wiki page. <laughs> Get off the page, Phil. Get off the page. It's going to be too late for either of us. The anger is just boiling. Ladies and gentlemen, we've learned some (laughs) truths today. One, Prince of Persia may look like a good movie, but stay away from it. Go Go play the video games. Yeah, just play the games. We've learned that the Bulgarians uh, make everyone go on these weird uh, tangents, um, specifically if they're on a podcast called A Voice From Behind. Or beyond. Is yes. Be- yes. Bulgarians are just balls of hatred, and we transfer that hatred to other people. I didn't people. think it was possible. We also learned that Australians and global warming does not exist. Don't That's, exist. That, those are some truths we yeah. learned today. And we we had a fun time. I, I believe we had a fun time with the internet. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, we had a, this was a really good the, time. The internet connection was great. I'm just saying. Amazing internet yeah. connection. I've got fiber and everything. I don't even understand what's going on. Dude, I don't, I don't understand it. I think it's just your... Oh, oh, I've been downloading porn this That time. explains oh, it. Oh, no, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> it was the porn. No, I'm not downloading. <sighs> okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, that was my Dropbox. Whoops. There goes that toy that I was playing with. I wasn't playing with any toys. I swear to God. Um, no. <laughs> and that that's not how I wanted it to sound. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh god ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna oh. step aside now and try and reclaim some humility um i'm gonna let my guest just promote his podcast so that you guys can find them on wherever you can find them so uh yes. evo, go ahead uh i have been evo i have been the voices from behind man the podcast is called voices from behind because back at university we couldn't figure out a better name uh we re- stream on twitch under my alias, which is a guy from Pleven, because I am from the t- of that uh, a town of that name. Uh, we stream every Thursday at 9 p.m. Uh, British time, although that changes a bit. But everything gets uploaded on a Friday to YouTube and to Mixcloud. I'm currently looking into other alternatives. I might get onto Podbean and onto Lipsyn and uh, maybe maybe Spotify if we get approved. We talk about the films. We rant about other things. And we talk about equality a bunch, and it, but we share our own stupid opinions and people get triggered. So if you want to get triggered, and if you want to listen to two Eastern Europeans ramble about things, come on down to Voices from Behind. Yeah. Do you guys have uh, Instagram or Twitter or Facebook accounts? No. Come see my Instagram. I draw yes, things, uh, and I take pictures of things. You, I have to say you have an amazing eye for your pictures. Sorry. 
I have to say that you have an amazing eye for your photography. I I try. I take a picture of a cat. Hey. I took a picture of a cat the other day. That's up on Instagram. I got like 20 likes. I was very very impressed. I don't think I've ever gotten 20 likes if it's not with uh, with someone in the picture other than me. Yeah, that, but that's Instagram for you. You put a bunch of effort into something and then it doesn't do anything, but then you just post a picture of a cat and people and people lose their minds. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. uh, the links for everything will be in the show notes down below so that you can go follow Evo on his uh, podcast and um, on my podcast adventures as well as his Instagram. You can, of course, find us here at yes. the Feel Better Show on all major social medias. Just search Feel Better Show. Um, if you want to follow us on different podcasting apps, you can. We're on the iTunes. We're on the Google Play. We're on Spotify. So if we got okayed for Spotify, you're, you'll do fine. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, please like, subscribe, send this to all your friends and family. Um, I want to thank my uh, my guest for being the voice yes. from behind on Discord in this case and not behind the films. Um, thank you for triggering me. I'm behind Apparently, everything at this yes. point. Yeah. Um, thank you for triggering my anger towards this film. I don't think I've ever been so mad about a <laughs> film before. Um, I forgot. <laughs> you will never recover. I forgot sir. how angry I'm because of this film. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, go see a movie and have a good night. Yes. Do 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 that. Yes. I said do do that. This is a great Oh, yeah. Ending. This is staying in. Okay, good. <laughs>